pretty horrifying, but fascinating. Hello. Hey, <laughs> he made it. Hey, I exist. <laughs> That's good. That's a good thing. How's it going, guys? It is. It's going. I, I've had such a long week. Uh, I spent all week. Um, so we were talking about space boomers last week on the episode. Yeah. And I spent all week with a space boomer at work. <laughs> what is... Wait, has he been uh, to space? <laughs> <laughs> I'll explain. So okay. um, so I, I've been working with this like technician all week. I'm doing an investigation on a part that like failed. Oh. And he is just like taking his... He, he's 70, so there's the boomer part. Um, <laughs> he's just like taking his sweet ass time. Like he's basically like... Bring, they bring in an engineer. He isn't like... He doesn't have to stick to like the time limits they give them for their operations. Sure. So he's just taking a vacation. <laughs> um, so he like, you know, untightens a bolt talks for an hour untightens another <laughs> oh, no! or like that type of deal and like it just like drug on and on at one point he told me world war one uh then he told me world war two and then he told me about how there's aliens living in undersea mountains um when you say he told you world war one he told just, me like, like all of yes it. he recapped it I need to get this guy on the podcast, on my podcast. Um, but yeah, so why I call him a space boomer is because he's like, I, I think it's a good term for someone that likes Star Trek, but is also heavily conservative uh, and old. Because like he, he somehow we got into the subject of Star Trek. And um, yeah, he also told me a lot of other things I don't want to repeat because it, it's a bit iffy. Um <laughs> He loves him some Donald Trump, but oh, uh, but also loves Voyager. That's his favorite series. What? Yeah. Did you, did you tell him to listen to the podcast? I did Tyler? not. No, please don't. Yeah. <laughs> he is 70 and I do not want to explain to him what a podcast is because I also learned a good like um, defense mechanism when dealing with boomers. Like when they start telling you World War Two, you mention cryptocurrency to them and they're just like their brains just what (laughs) (laughs) to be fair that's everybody's reaction yes but he was like he 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 didn't realize that it actually had like a value yes it's a made-up number but like you can sell it it doesn't have it doesn't have a value any more than than actual money doesn't have value it's the value that we assign to it that the government's (laughs) yes but he didn't realize that it actually had like a dollar amount like he literally thought it was like monopoly money (laughs) <laughs> i mean sometimes it seems like it with how often some of them go up and down and yeah but anyways and I, some that's a space them, boomer yeah. someone should make the shirt troy <laughs> tyler's our resident shirt maker now <laughs> i hope i know what i would what do i just put space boomer on a shirt like it'd be a pretty good sticker maybe <laughs> i do like that idea you get like like uh what are those like old the go-kart things that they ride rascals oh okay i had no clue what eric was talking about but mc that straightened it up i have no idea what a rascal is i was just thinking like the scooter the the little the little scooter yeah it's called a rascal okay yeah yeah okay (laughs) (laughs) so we want to talk about some star trek or what did did we watch some star trek this week too young for this trek the final frontier these are the voyages of MC, Troy, and Eric. My kid could wake up at any moment, so we should okay. do the podcast. <laughs> okay. Hi, it's the podcast now. 
I don't have any notes in front of me, but I'm pretty sure the podcast is called Too Young for This Trek. And I'm Troy, and then there's Tyler over there. Hello. He's the newbie to Star Trek, and then there's MC. Hello. And are we just all like going to do like a barbershop quartet yep. thing here? Yes. And then there, there's Eric. Hello. Hello. I thought we were Hello. all going to no, join we got it. at that point. Three, two, one. Hello. 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 I don't know how that works no. somebody's supposed to play a little whistle beforehand and then we're all supposed to sound like the whistle i think yeah but we anyway, should have harmonized too young for this track we'll get that um acapella. i don't know how to harmonize i don't know how voices it's do acapella. things uh w- today we watched the first episode of a show called enterprise that you might be confused because we're a star trek podcast where are we covering a show called enterprise and not a star trek show but spoiler it turns out it, it is a star trek show and we talked about season one, episode one, which is called Broken. Tyler, I'm going to turn to you. Do you have a thought on what the name of this episode is? Bro- Broken, Broken Bow. Broken Bow? Yeah. Is it? Did they say it in the episode? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because okay. it's the name of the uh, city. Ah, oh, right, right, right. Where they, did it just pop up on the screen? I think they said the name. It's a Klingon. A Klingon. Maybe they did. Anyway. Uh, I didn't call it that. I called it Star Trek Sex and Fights because because <laughs> it almost sounds like Enterprise Sex and Fights. I forgot that no, this is part no, two of, of Broken Bow. I didn't mention that <laughs> because I wasn't on the last episode and I haven't heard you guys talk about it. We have a heard so, your summary. Yeah. <laughs> sex and Fights. Uh, MC, what'd you call it? Introduction to Klingons. I have thoughts. We'll get to them. <laughs> Eric, what about you? Don't be afraid of a little ion storm. <laughs> I have thoughts on I have that. Thoughts, but we'll get to we it. will get to it. We will indeed. Uh, and uh, Tyler, what'd you? Uh, I called it the temporal what now? <laughs> oh yeah. Well, that's hey, that's something we'll have to talk that about. Too. Thoughts. Before that, we got to summarize the episode, right? Yep. Unlike last week, when you apparently all skip my summary, <laughs> I'm so salty. <laughs> it just like blended so naturally into talking about the episode. So I don't know. I don't know what happened. But that means you missed my great quantum leap joke and uh, so many, so many dumb jokes. Okay, I'm pretty (laughs) sure I threw in a quantum leap joke in the last one, so I got you covered. That's good. Uh, You got the summary, right? I don't know why I act like I'm in charge of this show. No one let me, why do you all let me drive? I feel like you're interviewing us right now. (laughs) Can I tell you guys about the Wiggles? (laughs) So, Emma drives the car in the Wiggles. Okay. You're the I'm one sure that wanted to do a Star song. Trek podcast. What are you talking about? They're, they sing this song where they're like, Simon's in the backseat and he's singing a song and Anthony's in front and he's eating a bunch of fruit salad because he's a fat ass. <laughs> Bucky's in the backseat taking a nap because he's got narcolepsy or whatever. And Emma's driving the car. Okay. But here's... Yeah, do y'all know what the fucked up part is? <laughs> Emma's also got her own car. There's a song called Emma's Bowmobile that's all about her car called the Bowmobile. And I'm like, how come she gets to drive the car and also has her own car? And if she's driving her own car, then who drives the big red car? Because she's the only one who drives. I don't understand. Anyway, that's why y'all shouldn't let me drive. (laughs) You're the Emma of the podcast? No, I don't know. Are you the one with narcolepsy? I forgot the names you said. I might be the one with narcolepsy. That's Lockie or Lachlan. But also in the original Wiggles... It was uh, Jeff, the purple wiggle. Just if you if you are a wiggle and you put on a purple shirt, you 
instantly have narcolepsy and it's tragic and nobody talks about it they all just freaking scream at them to wake up when they pass out and that's not how you should treat a person with narcolepsy i've never seen an episode of the wiggles i've just seen like songs like i know fruit salad tyler i'm assuming you're just not all of let your child hear the wiggles because then you will never be able to escape from the wiggles Do you know what's keeping Atticus asleep right now? The fucking Wiggles are playing in his room. That's the only reason he's lying down. Wow. That got scary. They're driving driving me insane. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Eric, summarize the show. (laughs) I'm about to start talking about Bluey if you don't. Okay, let's... Oh, Bluey! Bluey's interesting. I like the accents on Bluey. Yeah. Hey, MC and Eric, you guys can go away for a while. We're going to talk about (laughs) good stuff. I have problems with the messages on Bluey sometimes. Where like these wiggles? the the like moral lessons that it's imparting are sometimes a little there, askew. Th- there was I one like. where he got a leech on him, and his dad's like, "It's just a leech, you fucking dumb shit." <laughs> and I'm just like, "You can get diseases." Like, I, Eric, please, There's, please, okay, please okay. save us. <laughs> <laughs> we pick up with the disaster. Okay. What? You you're what? Daniel K starts his episodes. He always clears his throat at the start of his episode. <coughs> and oh. Bluey has. We pick up with the disastrous maiden voyage of the NX01 Enterprise. Captain Archer and the away team are captured on a cold AF alien world on a wild goose chase for a Klingon that they lost. I didn't lose the Klingon, he was taken. You have no idea how much I'm restraining myself from knocking you on your ass. Their captor, a beautiful woman named Saren, turns out to not be evil, but also turns out to be a shape-shifting Sulaban, but only after kissing Archer. Because reasons. Anywho, it turns out that the naive crew of gung-ho humans managed to stumble into some kind of super-complicated temporal cold war or something. It's not important. The crew escapes to the shuttle pod after some pew-pews. Trip and Paul have a totally unnecessary, super-sexy scene where they rub lotion, um, <clears throat> I mean decontamination gel, all over each other. Because early 2000s. Long story short, the crew eventually tracks down the gas planet where the Klingon dude is being held captive. Archer takes on the one Sulubun guy, um, <clears throat> sorry. Archer takes on the one Sulaban guy, uh, mono mono in that weird echoey strobe light room before being beamed away at the last possible second, becoming the first human to be beamed by a janky-ass transporter and is miraculously not turned into a horrifying mutant fly creature. <laughs> the Enterprise crew drops the Klingon off on a super casual pit stop to Kronos that somehow doesn't start an interstellar war. Archer apologizes to T'Pol for being kind of racist, and Mayweather is all like, Hey Captain, I'm detecting an ion storm. Should we, you know, go around it? And Archer is just all casually like, We can't be afraid of a little wind. And they all died. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm glad that's the end of the series like that's the way to go (laughs) seriously though like after everything they went through and they're in an experimental ship on their first voyage you don't want to test your luck like that but eric you can't be afraid of the wind man (laughs) do you think like the the second after the episode ended to polls like uh actually Yeah. actually that's extremely dangerous and he's like well but you can't be afraid of the wind and he's just like do you know what tornadoes are because you should be afraid of those i was gonna say but she's it's not like just wind well actually um have yeah, you seen I, the- i'm just gonna go home now <laughs> you guys can take me back to earth or whatever yeah 
It's like, have you seen the dinky ass like tin can they're flying in? Like they they cannot handle an ion storm. I'm sorry. Enterprise D maybe, but this this thing no. Don't don't chance it. But also, this like, is like even if even if you this could is like the Santa it? Maria of spaceships. You know, like this is even if you could handle it, why would you fly through it? Why would you why not risk it? Not do that. Why risk it? Like, well, oh, okay. Right it. Space is we, big. We we have we have planes that purposely fly into hurricanes to like figure out like what's going on with the yeah, hurricane. Maybe, but they that's just their mission. That is their mission. If he said we want to study it, that would be one sure. thing. But he's just like, mm, can't be afraid of the wind. Like, I want some turbulence like, on I, this. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sir, should we finish uh, the repairs first? Ah, fuck. Right. <laughs> Did they get shot at? <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Hey, Tyler. Uh-huh. Do you know, do you know, do you know when uh, Enterprise premiered, when this episode came out? I think it was like 2001, 2002, something like that. Yeah, it was September of 2001. Oh. Do you, do you know what the Suliban are named after? N- no. Was that an oh, hang on, I'm thinking? No, it's just, when did the first episode September 26th. What I've got says September 26, 2001, but they are in fact named after the Taliban. Oh, okay. Uh, that makes sense. I, I get that now. Before September 11th, they were named after the Taliban, and then September 11th happened, and you gotta believe that there was a lot of conversations about that behind the scenes. It's a good thing like, they're only on this first episode, right? Yeah, right? Right? <laughs> Man, I could have sworn this show came out like right before 9-11, but I guess it was like right after it. It was right after it, and the show becomes... The Especially... The show starts out. Yeah. It starts out pretty like Murica, and then it gets real Murica as it goes Especially on. Especially by season um, three. Ooh, yeah. yeah, season, season three... Mm is about torturing people like that's that's the theme of season three is torturing people who don't believe with your ideology did you did 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 they purposely have a character that sounds exactly like george bush or is that just like they're like hey sound like you're from the south and he's like george bush (laughs) kind of he's george he's just george bush yeah i like so much so yeah. that I feel bad. Like, I'm glad you've made that joke because I'm not allowed to make that joke because every Star Trek podcast that I listen to has at some point made the joke about how he spaced George yeah. Bush because he's just. <laughs> That's all George I Bush. hear. That's like, half his character, yeah. Apples and oranges. It's impossible not to. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, but th- this episode clearly demonstrates that he's sexy, George Bush. That's a that's a right. good differentiation, I think, yeah. <laughs> so it. I. <laughs> Go ahead, it is is his name Tucker, but they call him Trip. His name is Charles Trip Tucker the Third. Okay. I think or his tri- name's Charles Tucker the Third, and his, his Trip is his name. Okay, because I got confused. Triple, right? <laughs> oh, oh, maybe because he's the third. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah, I believe he's actually from Jacksonville, if I remember correctly. Yeah, yes. oh, yeah, that's what if you told I... me last time. Because yeah. <laughs> there's an episode that, yeah. Anyways, yeah, because Jacksonville becomes important in Star Trek. Canon. It does oh, okay, in yeah. in the in season three, which is the Guantanamo Bay season. Oh, nice. So, um, anyways, so I don't know the British guy's name, and I kept hearing Malcolm. Trip and Tucker. Yeah, Malcolm's so like the British dude. I, okay, I I didn't know <laughs> if there was a Trip and a Tucker or if they were the same person, and I was getting confused. <laughs> it's okay. I couldn't. To be fair. This show has three white dudes with brown hair on the bridge. So <laughs> I kept getting Mayweather and Malcolm mixed up. 
because they're both in there. What's uh, Malcolm's Mayweather name? is the pilot. Travis Mayweather. Travis, yeah, he's the. What's Malcolm's name? He's the space Malcolm. boomer. He's the space boomer. But what's Malcolm's name? It's Malcolm. Malcolm. It's not. He has a oh, name. I know. It's, I think it's uh, Malcolm Reed. I think. Yes. Yeah. Reed, jeez, thank you. I was I was thinking Malcolm was his last name, and I was trying to think of a first name that went with Malcolm, and it was breaking my brain. So let's talk about the sex scene, or the sexy scene. Are we there yet? Which I one? feel like that's something we can knock out. We're not there yet, but the, 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 the gel scene. <sighs> okay, so. Okay. I have thoughts. Some of the people, some of the people who are on the planet didn't test positive for this thing some did so they've got to decontaminate okay i guess that's fine even though the two people who test positive happen to be the two sexiest people on the ship and also weren't together on the planet (laughs) at all so it makes no sense Uh, that they would have it and nobody else yeah they would but um they were i'm i'm assuming well i mean they were in the cell together no 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 no. uh they were in that um area together oh you're right. They they went to the the like DMV and yeah. and 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 Trip was racist. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Okay, they were together. All right. Well, that makes it slightly better. I assume then, I assume the entire crew went through this process, but we just got to see them. No, they specifically mentioned <laughs> no, that it was just those says, two. It shouldn't take more than a few moments. Is this truly necessary? The others scan negative. You two, unfortunately, were exposed to a protocystine spore. I've loaded the appropriate decon gel into compartment B. All right. But so then they've okay, so fine. You can't just like have it be a shower or something. It's this gel that you've got to rub all over yourself. Uh-huh. Fine. I'm curious about what happens when there's not two people in there, so that you have somebody else to sexually rub it on the fucking tips it's of flocks. your ears. Yeah, <laughs> I, I had a question about it. the ears. Yeah, like I get like the back. Sure, yeah, it's hard to reach, but like then he rubs her ears, and that was just. It also looks like they're in a tanning bed. Yeah. Uh huh. So. Um. But here's the thing that I have problems with. If you're gonna be sexy, and the hook in the story is that they've got to rub this gel all over their bodies in order to not get diseases or whatever, have them be goddamn naked. Why the fuck is he wearing terrifyingly tight underpants, <laughs> and she's wearing a terrifyingly loose bra in order to rub each other no, down? No, no. Like she's not His dick's gonna fall off because he's still got whatever this disease is hanging out all over his dick because he never rubbed it uh-huh. on there. <laughs> I, I liked how she like moved her bra, off. like the the strap over just a little bit. That was like, that was that a crop one spot, top. but not the rest. Oh, she, she did not she, have a. Bra. She hardcore rubbed her nipple at one point. <laughs> she got up on her nipple, but they never put the hands down the pants. He rubbed like her ass crack a little bit, but I'm saying <laughs> they they're they're but bringing they back on it. some alien venereal diseases onto the NX01, and everybody's gonna catch it because you know they fucking on that shit. <laughs> I mean, it's a it's a cramped ship. It's very dude heavy, but that don't mean they don't be fucking. Mm-hmm. So do Vulcans not Listen, believe in bras? Because like, there's some episodes, Tyler. You'll see with Malcolm and Trip together, they're a cute couple. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> they're adorable. This is one where they're in a shuttle pod. It's great. I, you know, I think there's two things that I have an issue with with this scene. It seems very out of character for both to Paul and just as a Vulcan in general. Like I can't imagine Spock. Like in short <laughs> shorts and a crop top, like rubbing down Kirk like this. And now I we've don't... seen him give him a back massage before. 
I feel like so there's I probably fan fiction it. out there about that now that I think about it. T- Tyler, I know what you need to draw next. Do you, do you not remember the episode where Kirk got a back massage from Spock? That's true. Well, actually, no, he thought it was <laughs> Spock, and then he found out it was maybe someone that's... else, and then he was like, like disturbed that it wasn't Spock. Okay. Yeah, that was it. Well, maybe it does fit into canon. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I had another thought, but then it, it escaped me. What was that? Are we going um, back to the beginning of the episode? No. Uh, so, do, <laughs> do you think Vulcans would be modest? Like, I feel like if it makes if it's logical to get naked, they would have no problem with it, right? Yeah, yeah I yeah. guess so. That, that's yeah. that's how I yeah. yeah. I, I thought it was weird that they're like shit talking each other the entire time. They're like rubbing each other. Like they're they're not even like appearing to enjoy it a little bit. <laughs> Correct me if I'm wrong, but aren't you just kind of an observer on this mission? I don't remember anyone telling me you were a member of Starfleet. My Vulcan rank supersedes yours. Turn around. Let's say you're right. Let's say we screwed just like you always knew we would. I think they enjoyed it, it a made little. It Again. It's the weird thing of like, this is like sexy action but there's nothing sexy happening it's like if it's gonna be sexy just let it be sexy like if you're like we need to have a sexy scene then let it be sexy if this had but been on hbo like, or skinamax we would have gotten a very different show that's all i'm saying well but even in the writing though i mean like tyler was yeah. saying you could have written it sexy it's like the script isn't sexy at all and then the director just like whipped his cock out and started masturbating during the scene and they're like what are you doing and he's like this is so sexy and they're like no it's not what are you talking about who directed this did jonathan frakes direct this i'll feel bad (laughs) i can talk about Riker masturbating but i don't want to talk about jonathan frakes masturbating that feels like crossing a line the more you know so I, i i guess after this commercial break, we'll go back to the start of the episode, or the start of the half of the episode, or Troy will reveal Hang who on. directed this. Yeah, that one. Look at this guy. That dude was totally masturbating on set. <laughs> Look at him. <laughs> totally jerking it on set. That is indeed a space boomer. <laughs> I know the human being and fish can coexist peacefully. For years, the best podcasters from around the world have gathered to review, reminisce, and riff on popular franchises. They've assembled the Earth's mightiest superheroes, traveled to a galaxy far, far away, drank many martinis, shaken, not stirred, witnessed the battle of the Alpha Titan. Defended Earthrealm from Outworld. Get over here! And other audio adventures. But there were some movies that didn't make the cut. From the creators of Podcasters Assemble comes a movie hype series hosted by a motley crew of talent. All right, well, on that note, I guess I'll go change my colostomy bag because, you know, I'm 80 making a podcast. (laughs) Podcasters Disassemble. Podcasters Assemble is a production of the We Can Make This Work, probably, podcast network. We are not at war with fish. We don't have a beef with fish. We want to be friends with fish. We fighting evil children.
It's important for the boys and girls of Thurgood Marshall to know. Okay, you guys, Eric and MC. Yes. The first episode that he directed was Justice from Next Gen, the one with the grass. Jonathan Frakes? Oh, keep off the grass sign. Yeah. No, the, the guy who was jerking <laughs> off on the set of Enterprise. Oh, the first that episode guy. he that directed sucks. was. It does. Wait. But that was the first one he directed. That one's on the list. Okay, isn't I'm going to show Tyler just a single picture from this episode. It's a shitty episode. Please don't. Make it. <laughs> Tyler, did you catch the name of the episode when I said it just now? Because I realized I said you the did. actual name of the episode. I forgot it. it. Cool. Don't listen to it when I say that <laughs> when you're editing this. Oh, man. Because I want you to just randomly pick this episode someday. But I am going to show you, if you check Discord real quick for me, I need you to describe this image from the first episode that the director of this episode, this was the first episode he directed, was was this one. Oh, there it is. Oh, there you go. Jesus. Go ahead and describe that outfit for me. <laughs> I just saw Eric's reaction. And I'm just like, oh. Okay, that makes sense now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, God. Uh, uh, please describe for me, Tyler, okay, so for the listeners. Is this? Would you call this underwear or is this male lingerie? Oh no! This is this is this is just standard clothing. That is for standard this clothing. Species. Okay. Oh yeah. Uh, so there's this person. This is this is casual everyday wear. Wearing a an outfit that covers it's it it's three separate V's like it like they're they're pecs it's a dude so it's like his boobs are showing and then you can see his belly button and then it's real tight around the junk um yeah it's like a bikini bottom with the opposite like imagine like invert a bikini on top it's that Mm -hmm, (laughs) mm -hmm. he looks happy i have questions about his junk actually now that i'm looking at this picture more questions about his junk than i would like to have he has a (laughs) label Typically, typically junk would be comprised of three components. And I only see two. One side's bigger than the other, so like maybe could be doubled up over there. Yeah, that's that's that would be my assumption. Was anybody else unsettled by 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 Charles Trip Tucker the Third's junk in this episode of of Enterprise that we watched? <laughs> I didn't notice it. I was watching on my phone though, so it appeared very tiny. There is there is a a profile shot in the rubbing scene where he's just standing directly sideways to camera and you know what i'll give him this starfleet underpants apparently have a lot of support built into them <laughs> because everything was just high and tight down there you know so seduced okay eric how you doing i'm good I'm, you know i think mc's asleep <laughs> <laughs> no i'm not but i kind of wish i was at some points like during you discussing people's junk would you prefer I said genitalia? Would that be more comfortable for you? Yes. Okay. MC, take us back to the beginning of the genitalia. <laughs> uh, I, I'd rather go back to the beginning of the show where everyone's been captured and the captain gets taken off to make out with some sexy lady. That sounds like the beginning of the genitalia to me, so... Yeah. So she can read minds, but only if she makes out with people, I think is what the premise of that was. She has to get close to them. So is yeah. it like emotionally? Is Touch. it physically? It was uh, I think maybe touching. She's like, we're best friends now. We just kissed. I can read your mind, bitch. Uh, maybe also if uh, uh, a species can sense if someone's invading their mind, it also throws them off if you just kiss them maybe that's a good thought i think it'd really throw them off more if they like stuck their finger in their butthole but (laughs) (laughs) that's just me (laughs) 
Oh, I, I hate that I have to say this sentence now. Do you think every species has their butthole in the same spot, Tyler? Because <laughs> it might be harder to put your finger in someone's butthole if you don't know where it is. Well, for the most part, they look reference. human, so... Uh, but is their butthole in the I same mean, place? I don't know where Saru's butthole is, but, like... See? I would assume a Vulcan's butthole is in the same place as a human butthole. Elbow? Yeah, you would think that, but is it? A bit armpit. <laughs> Eric, do you have something to say? So the next scene after that, you know, when they're running to the shuttle, there's this moment where Malcolm's like, let's scan for Vulcan life signs. And then right at that moment, T'Pol's like right at the window, like tapping on it. And yeah, I just, I, I, I don't know. I gotta, and he's I like, oh, found her. It was, it was <laughs> cheesy, but it was like, oh, okay, I see what you did there. That was, that was kind of clever. What's was there a point to the like where did we park the car argument? Or was, like was that supposed to be funny? I was very confused. They're like, uh, oh, the shuttle pod's over there. No, it's over there. I told they, you it was in the there. middle of a, a snowstorm. Clearly, yeah, it looks very cold. Uh, uh, I think that uh, is also like just playing into those two characters, See, like their their attitudes and who they are. It was tripping to Paul, right? Yeah, that were arguing about it. Okay. It was, and then um, the captain went with to Paul. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. yeah. Who ended up being right because the shuttle was over there. Yeah. They just it was like one more parking spot mm-hmm. over. There was like a Hummer in the <laughs> spot in front of them, so they couldn't see it behind Basically. it. Yeah, there was a, like a lot of like Wouldn't false you... drama in this in this thing because like there was this moment where Archer's passed out, and then there was like this really mm-hmm. dramatic like moment where T'Pol's like, "I'm the captain now," and then it, <laughs> like it goes to commercial break, and then the very next scene, he's fine. He's totally fine. <laughs> and like nothing happened. <laughs> like it had been six hours. So he was out for six hours. She yeah. was captain for six hours. I mean, that's not. An, and, and it was only dramatic for the commercial break. Like for yeah, us that's watching true. it, like on streaming, it was like, what the fuck was that? That what, Why was that? Necessary? <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know. That just kind of like cracks me up because I remember it, watching this when this came out back in the day. Like I would yeah. freaking and I liked it at the time. I, I thought it was really great. But um, I remember like, I want to say it was Fridays on UPN or something, but I was like all excited and shit. Like I would like be like, no, I, I got to get my homework done so I can freaking watch Enterprise. I mean, it it was seriously like the first Star Trek in like several years. Mm-hmm. So it was like really exciting. Back no, then. this no. followed immediately it was after like, Voyager. Right, right, like, right after Voyager. Yeah. Oh right. Yeah. It, but... Voyager finished in the spring, and this came out in September. And I know. Oh wow. This, pro- I mean, I don't think it aged very well. But like at the time, like it felt like a big leap above like where they were with the last show. You know. The well, they went to widescreen, and, and yeah, that's what it was. Shooting digital. Yeah. Yeah. It's it just weird because we so just much more professional. Watched... And... It's weird because we just watched the Voyager finale before this. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> so it's bringing me back, yeah. man. Having flashbacks. <laughs> I think the action in this is pretty good. Like that gunfight and the snowstorm drama aside, because the drama did feel a little silly. I felt like the action of it was oh, pretty yeah. cool. And then when they when they actually get where they're going and like the plan basically becomes we're gonna steal one of these little ships the Suluban have, they they pull out a grappling yeah. hook, and I love a grappling <laughs> hook. Yeah, so I was very was excited great. about yeah, that. They don't have a tracker. Uh, I, I really yet. enjoyed it. Yeah. I do think it's fun that when they grab the Suluban ship, the Sulu- <laughs> like they make a point of showing the Suluban guy just ejecting out of there. Like, yes! yeah, he, he didn't have like a parachute. He just like fell to his death, presumably. I well, you know, here's the thing. I think that they said that this 
planet had an aquatic atmosphere. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I, I think it means they were in water. So the Sulubon didn't need a parachute. I think they were underwater when that happened. They didn't look. I think. Like underwater. It didn't, but I don't know what else an aquatic atmosphere <laughs> means. And like, that, can... that goes back to like the effects. Mm-hmm. Like some of the CG's really good for the time and some of it's really bad. So it's I don't know what they were going for with that. If this was like underwater, bad... my mind is blown. <laughs> <laughs> it looked like a crappy gas planet. It looked like it was unrendered. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But then what's an aquatic atmosphere? I think they ran out of budget. I don't know. Somebody make progress in the episode and I'll look it up and then I'll okay, bring us back well, to this point and derail us further. Just Google that shit. Yeah, Google that shit. Can, can we go back to the ship real quick? <laughs> the, 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 NX, like the pod thing? No, the oh, actual no, Enterprise. Sure. We didn't okay. get to talk about it too much. The NX-01 bridge might be one of my favorite bridges. And I yeah. think it's because of how practical it looks. Like the thing has freaking handrails. What spaceship I... doesn't have handrails all over It the looks place? like it would have a fax machine. <laughs> I think the other thing that, that we really <laughs> get to see a good view of in this episode is the captain's quarters. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah Archer's hanging out in his With, underwear there. Yeah. Why is everybody in their underwear in this episode? <laughs> I don't know if we talked about it last time, but like, I love how uh, Archer has all like the Enterprise uh, sketches on his wall, like all the previous Enterprises. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I just little things like that. It's a nice touch. You know, I cannot find any information about it. Just says in the atmosphere of the gas giant, but I swear they called it an aquatic atmosphere, huh? Liquid phosphorus. I wouldn't have expected that beneath a layer of cyclohexane. The other cool thing is that he will just stop his recording about um to Paul and just start talking to Paul Thos. Yeah. He'll just stop the recording about DePaul to be goddamn racist, and then he'll start recording it. He's, he's like, like no, I just no, gotta no. pause this to get my racist diatribe out, and then I'll start recording again. Another thing you might have noticed is they don't use star dates. It's just like April 26, 2152. You oh, know? yeah. yeah. I kind of like that. Hmm. I, uh, I want to start a count. I'm gonna have to rewatch uh, this episode and uh, Catwalk. And I'm just going to do a count of how many times uh, humans are racist in Enterprise because it's a lot and it really bothers me, makes me sad (laughs) because it's not just like one character. It's like all the human characters are racist and that bums me out. Uh, But anyway, progressing the plot, uh, they sneak onto the ship and it's pretty cool and they save the Klingon and then that Klingon dude's uh, pretty awesome. Everyone. Yeah, I, I like he the is. bit where they save the Klingon. I think yeah. it's funny that they don't understand him. He doesn't well, understand them. And like and they're they're, they're like, like carrying him away. He looks all weak, and then he beats that one guy's ass. Like, <laughs> well, he, like tries to attack like Trip at first. Yeah, it's like I'm saving you, bro. And he's like, Ugh. yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's great. I almost wish stuff. like he became like one of the crew members. But like that wouldn't have made any Eric, stop sense. Stop making Enterprise better. You can't I, make I Enterprise better in episode one. That's Damn like it. all my notes is like still? how it could have been better. But it wouldn't make it wouldn't have made sense canon wise. But it would have been awesome, right? Yeah, like especially it great, especially if Hoshi has to translate everything. He's like Chewbacca. Uh-huh. He's like- <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, I like it so much with having like a character just speak like Klingon and no one knows what he's saying. Ever. <laughs> yeah. Like none of the crew even like makes an effort to like learn Klingon. <laughs> i mean that would no. stand up with how no. horribly racist they all are i mean to paul would she probably already knows yeah it. she yeah she probably does 
can we talk about the trip and be like, this is America. We speak, we speak English, America. And they're like, this is America. It's space. He goes, space America. <laughs> Manifest destiny. Yeah. <laughs> it's my planet now. Totally uh, my planet. I'm ashamed to be an American. I just want to say, I just want to put that on the record. Uh, anywho. If, if Trip was to slap a bumper bumper sticker on the back of the NX-01 Enterprise, what bumper sticker <laughs> would Trip put on the back of the NX-01 uh, Love it or leave it. That would that would okay. actually probably fit his character, to be honest. I feel like it'd be something like my other car is at your mom's house or something like that. I feel like that's 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 trip energy. <clears throat> uh, so can we talk about the time delay room? Do we have we, to? I mean, yeah. it's a big part of the episode. It's like, yeah, I want to say 10 minutes. It felt very long. I, did anybody else? Did anybody else watch this with closed captioning yes. on? <laughs> yes. No, I should have. Tyler and MC, did it? Did it give you? a descriptor for the echoing that happens in there on where you watched it that you noticed i don't remember i, yeah. I don't remember either <sighs> this is all i'm going to say about the time room i'm going to shut up i'm actually going to let y'all talk about star trek for a little while after this it called it pre-echoing so it said pre-echo and then it said the lines hmm 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 <laughs> sorry that is weird yeah, I guess I see. That's what they were going. Uh, so for. Archer dodges a laser, which is cool, I guess. Yeah, it was kind of stupid looking, but yeah, yeah. So what happened there? Did he see it get? Yeah, so fired? what happened instead of an is, after uh, effect, it's a before a image. It, it's happening before and after if you're actually paying attention. Mm. So it's echoing Thanks on for both me sides. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I. I at the time, I do remember really liking that time delay, like the echo effect. It doesn't hold up. Like, it looks really bad now. Uh, and how vague they are about the helix and what that is in the earlier scene of them talking is just even more ridiculous later on. Well, and they never explain it. They never explain any of this crap. I mean, no. there there's more temporal stuff throughout this, throughout the show, but they never... Is that spoilers that they don't wrap it up? <laughs> uh, Troy just keeps sending me like half naked pictures of men. Oh my god! <laughs> um, also, the strobe effects. Like, was there a seizure warning on this episode? No, there should have been. It felt like because yeah. that was painful. This is our for second me. time in Star Trek. Like, this wasn't as bad as the one uh, in TNG where like Data like fixed everyone's mind oh yeah with the flashing like lights. that one made me nauseous yeah these but ones I was were just watching painful. this on my phone i had to kind of like look away i was like oh it just yeah, yeah. it's weird because there was like an episode of pokemon that presumably came out pretty sure that was before this that was late 90s yeah i'm yeah. guessing well pokemon the game came out in 97 98 i think it was 97 for japan 98 for the u.s the show was huge the anime was like right behind it so yeah. But there was an episode with Porygon that like caused seizures. Uh, but maybe it's because that was geared towards children, so more children are more likely to. I don't yeah. know. It's just weird. I I don't know. I feel like stuff on streaming. There should just be like an automatic, like just you know, hey, you know, yeah, something. You know, what was like, even more ridiculous was the wrestling that they're doing in that scene. Yeah. I can't tell if they <laughs> well, that were told to try and wrestle in slow motion or <laughs> if they recorded it in normal speed and then slowed it down yeah, it because awkward. it looks 
freaking ridiculous. Well, and then there's that weird moment where, like, the gun gets knocked away, and then the guy, like, does, like, a look, and then his hand, like, flips. Like, his fingers go the other way, because he's a mutant. And it's like... And then Archie gets beamed off. Yeah, well, the place is blowing up around him, right? No, it's falling apart because they only demagnetized everything. Mm. Yeah, so then all the balls separated. So all the little ships. How do y'all yeah, feel yeah. about that? Like him, them using the transporter in the first episode. Uh, I thought the reaction of them using the transporter like that for the first time was good. Like how scared and like nervous they are about that. Archer was like mm-hmm. looking at himself, yeah, like making sure he was in one piece. Was it <laughs> clear to you that this was in fact the first time a human had been transported, or had it been like done in testing environments, and this was just the first like field use? It seemed implied to me that it was like the first in field use because, like they said before, uh, when it's being Mayweather, for yeah, 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 and he was like, "You mean like." food right and he's like nope oh okay so sounds like they tried it before yeah okay. i, I was gonna I say <laughs> if it was the, if that was the first actual use of it it's crazy they were able to configure it to do that that yeah. quickly but that's kind of my assumption was that it was like just hadn't been used it was like an emergency use kind of thing right yeah 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 i think yeah i don't know i just feel like that's the kind of thing they really should have held off on till later in this series like maybe like the season finale you know it just felt like too much to do all in the first episode because it's um, already so, like oh like this is star trek let's check those boxes you know I don't yeah know. Uh, it didn't have the sound effect did it i think it did i don't remember hearing it in each series the transporter effect sounds slightly different so probably sounded different i don't we don't really see much of the transport happen right it just kind of like suddenly happens yeah, yeah. It, it doesn't really dwell yeah, i don't know if we transport. see like an effect or we just see him like he's there and he's like oh, oh you know what? It, it's like a whitish blue like speckles i think <laughs> the thing the thing that bothers me about it is like i like the idea of setting the show before transporters so that you have to deal with that but then in episode you're one, episode one, you're like, oh, but actually transporters. And it's like, oh, uh, exactly. Okay. Like, I feel like it, it takes away from like wh- making this a prequel. Right. Like if you're going to make it a prequel, then make it different. And it's like you start off with being like, oh, no transporters. And then literally within an hour, you're like, well, but also transporters. They do that with the universal translator, too. Like mm-hmm. right away. like oh, Well, that takes at least like three episodes True. before it like fully becomes defunct. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, spoilers alert, spoiler alert, Hoshi is uh, underutilized. Spoiler alert, Star Trek underutilizes one of its female characters. Was she in no. Catwalk? Really? Because I don't remember Honestly, her. don't know. She was probably there. I don't know. Huh. I didn't know if, like, maybe they fired her. Because <laughs> they're like, well, we don't really need you anymore. You can go back to the Academy or whatever. No, she she sticks around. She's just hanging out over in the corner of the bridge most of the There's time. There's a few episodes that are centered around her. Actually, first episode of Enterprise I ever saw is actually centered oh, around nice. her. Very first one, which is like episode three, I think. It's a good one. Hmm. Is it? I don't. Know, is it episode three? As in the next episode? Because Hulu calls this episode one, then the next episode is episode three. You know, it actually might be. <sighs> Sorry, I'm upset because I was googling sexy Star Trek pictures for Tyler, I and I found an article that listed the top ten sexiest Star Trek moments, and the one that it listed as the highest is an episode that is basically a date rape allegory and i'm like i i 
strongly disagree with you. That's from the Woman at War podcast. It's a podcast I love, but I would not call the date rape episode sexy in any fashion. Are we going to talk about Kronos? So then we go to Kronos. Yeah, let's talk about yeah. Kronos. Am I supposed to understand anything that happened on Kronos? Because I, I, it's a little I'm confusing. Cool. I'm so glad that you didn't because I was half watching this episode while hanging out with Addy, and I was like. I don't know what the hell just happened, and I've seen this episode three times. They I rewatched it later. just because I didn't understand it, and I still didn't understand it. Like I rewatched the whole episode because I yeah. didn't understand this one scene, and I was like, I must have missed something somewhere. The information, the helix that they were talking about, mm-hmm. was his DNA. They but it wasn't hid- his DNA. He had like some yeah, he had hidden information, information yeah, in yeah, his yeah, DNA. Had, yeah, something in okay. His blood. But what was it, and why would it not arriving have torn the Klingon apart? They said it would tear the Klingon Empire apart yeah. or something? Uh, because it was... had information that the Sulabam were doing the attacks rather than rival uh, Klingon houses. Yeah, because okay. it's not a unified Klingon Empire at this point. Okay. Yeah. It's still a little uber complicated. The Sulaban were doing attacks that they were blaming on the Klingons, but then the hot Sulaban chick was like, maybe we shouldn't be evil and listen to this shadowy figure in the weird time room. And (laughs) so she injected a Klingon with proof that that was the case, which all the Klingons back on Kronos seemed to be expecting because they were like, ah, good to see you, Joe Klingon. Uh (laughs) Joe, we're going to put your blood into this thing and zoom in on it real quick and as soon as we see it we're all like ah hurrah so they he, knew that that information was coming he clearly had a speech where he <laughs> said that he dishonored the klingon empire in some way yeah but he didn't and say then, and also i'm carrying secret information <laughs> yeah. that those attacks that have been happening were actually done by the Sulaban and the Sulaban chick rejected me with a dna thing that says it was implied yeah, yeah. it was implied in that the, the speech that he did yeah and that's why he walked up and cut his hand to get that information. Don't you know anything about Klingons, Troy? I mean, I know they like cutting their hands open. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is the one time I've seen them actually do something after they cut their hands open instead of just like cutting their hands open and high fiving. <laughs> <laughs> did y'all did you did y'all catch that I called him Jo? Like like there's a Jo. Jo. Jo instead of like, Joe. Yeah. Because... It, it would have an apostrophe in it. Yeah. Uh-huh. I, yeah. I got it. I I, I was so I guess that's actually that's a better Vulcan name than a Klingon name. I feel like the first episode of Discovery would have been a lot more effective if we hadn't seen the Klingons show up so often in Enterprise. Why are the Klingons yeah. so prominent right away in the first episode? Like tease because that shit out, they you know? like, um no well in this time period is a great expanse for the Klingon Empire. But because oh, know, they're but... disparate houses, they're all competing for the same land, and like that—that's why they get involved in a lot of stuff during the seasons. Is because they're just Fair everywhere enough. trying to get enough like resources for their own houses. The Klingons seemed like weirdly tolerant in this episode. Like they—they they seemed pretty friendly. <laughs> yeah, that's I mean, the other he did thing. Presumably... Name him with a ritual night. They like did a FaceTime call before they showed up on Kronos, I assume, and we're like, hey, we've got you oh we're I think bring the you down. Vulcans did. Please don't murder yeah. us. And then and then of course, uh the the uh, I'm guessing it was the Emperor threatened that uh, old uh one of the house leaders threatened um the captain with a knife and said something that was not so polite that might have attributed to thank you or I'll I'll kill you later. Yeah. 
They were. It would be I think so. it's because they were small potatoes. They're. It's not like this giant federation at this point. It's just like yeah. they have like two ships and their whole fleet. You know. <laughs> yeah. The um the thing about the Klingons being included so prominently is that if you had been watching Star Trek closely through the original series and and the subsequent series up to this point, then when they say, "Hey, we're gonna do a series that's like." jumping back to before like immediately you think oh it's going to be that one big conflict that happened before all of this which is of course the romulan war yeah yeah so instead they made it about klingons which is confusing but i wanted well, to share with you guys that i picked up this this book that i'm gonna give you all a book oh okay later. Sweet. it's called star trek starfleet year one i'm only about a maybe a quarter of the way into sure. it so far um, oh, Archer's it's about that. the Romulan War. Yeah. So what was that? Isn't Archer in that? Uh, no. Uh, because uh, this is about the Romulan War, and it's actually it starts with the end of the Romulan War, and then is about the Federation kind of coming about as a direct result of the Romulan War, which is a super cool premise for a prequel to Star Trek. So this book came out in two thousand one. Oh, did it? Eric, hang on, because you're gonna. This is in canon. This came out in two thousand one. And I'm going to, I've just, I've opened, look, here's the cover. I just opened it one page and I would like to read for you what sure. it says here. Starfleet year one is unrelated to the events depicted in the television series. Enterprise. <laughs> <laughs> so it's its own thing. Okay. That's weird. It's its own thing that so far kicks ass. That's awesome. And then, you know, there's Enterprise is like, what if we went back to the time of the Romulan War and talked about Klingons a bunch? Here's the thing. They were planning on doing the Romulan War. The show got canceled right before they got to it. Like, that was going to be season five. It was all building to that. Eric. They assumed... Don't, don't, don't make They assumed they were going to get seven seasons show. like the last three shows. Eric, Templar, Temporal Cord, Temporal Cold War. I can't even say those <laughs> words. Anyways, if, if you want to read about the Romulan War, the official Romulan War, there's the star trek enterprise books that pick up after this show mm -hmm. and they actually go into that i've heard they're yeah. very good are there any uh kazinti in it because like supposedly they're going to be kazinti in enterprise <laughs> if it continues <laughs> that's what oh, i heard on, the, the, uh, on an episode of our podcast yeah that would be interesting <laughs> if they worked in it somehow but yeah i know I, i'm gonna beat this dead horse again but like like i was saying last time i think the show was just too quick to put in all those trek trappings you know I think it would have been more effective if they spaced them out throughout the first few seasons. Uh, so that leads me to a question for y'all. Who do you think the shadowy future man in shadows is? I mean, other than Ash Tyler. Well, is there a definitive okay, so answer? I'm guessing no, since you asked. I have an answer. This is why I have an answer, but I'm going to let... I told Eric not to make excuses for this goddamn <laughs> show because this show doesn't know what the fuck it's doing. There is an answer. Let me tell you. Do you know who would have an answer to this? Do you know who would... Let me rephrase. Do you know who would love this question, Eric? Who would absolutely, like, just go nuts over the question you mm. just asked? J.J. Goddamn Abrams would love this question. Because this is the kind of J.J. Abrams mystery that J.J. <laughs> Abrams loves. Which is to say, a mystery that makes no goddamn sense. And he never solves. Yup. Yeah, exactly. He'll he'll put it off on the next writer. I don't know. I mean, I, who do you think? Well, who do you think, MC? Jonathan Franks. <laughs> <laughs> Not Riker, just Jonathan yeah. Franks. Uh what do you think, Tyler? Do you have a do you have a theory on this? Um yeah, yeah. It's uh Admiral Vance from Discovery. That's actually not a bad one. Because they mention like, hey, That's, time travel's illegal, but he's work. in the you know, he's a bad role. Oh my god, I would love that. Shit. 
Dude, what, do you think Fuck Discovery man. will? If Discovery season four makes me care about the yes! Cold War. I'm gonna. They'll be finally sad. tie it all together. Oh my god, that'd be amazing. <laughs> like we actually see that shadowy guy giving that talk to the Sulaban in the past. It's Michael Burnham. Next season, <laughs> that would be interesting. Holy shit! <laughs> I like that answer a lot better than my see? answer. Have they hired you yet? <laughs> Right. We would have so much fun in the Star Trek writer's room. I'm just saying. I think Michael Burnham is is a great answer. Of course it is. So I looked it up, and apparently the creator of the show, uh, I think it's Braga? Brana? Brana, Uh Is that the guy you don't like, Troy? I get him mixed up. There's two. Brandon Braga and Rick Berman, I get both of them mixed up, but they both worked on this. So I think it was, um, well, one of them basically came out after the show had been canceled for a few years and said that it was originally intended to be archer from the future from an alternate future which i don't know that could have been kind of cool it it would have been cool if it was ever anything and i guess this is spoiling things for tyler but the shittiest thing about enterprise is that the temporal cold war sucks and it (laughs) never actually has a conclusion that makes any sense they just kind There's of at one cool point episodes, go like i don't know that like, one where you get to glimpse the few- and then the, and then it, they were done with the temporal cold war like that's the end of the temporal cold war is i don't know nazis shrug they, they wrote the themselves end. in a corner at that point but like before that because again they never had a before plan that though that made any well, you sense. had daniels was that his name the the, yeah, the time agent Daniels. And, don't we can't tell Tyler uh, about Daniels. Yeah. Just we gotta That's let that happen. Temporal Prime Directive. Sorry, Tyler. Uh, <laughs> I should have suggested myself for the shadowy figure since my webcam doesn't work properly and I'm just like always a shadowy <laughs> figure. Oh my god, Tyler <laughs> yeah, is it, the shadowy it, it, figure. You just yeah. need to add an echo like uh, filter <laughs> on your. <laughs> Excuse me, a pre-echo. Oh, when you go to edit the episode. Yeah, I'll just make every episode unlistenable. Eric, you gave me an idea just then. Why every time that one of us has accidentally spoiled something for Tyler, have we not called it a prime directive violation? That's brilliant. That's brilliant. <laughs> we could we could even have a, a, like an alert that goes off for we'll it. We'll have to, make to Tyler keep a tally to, to, to see who's like the worst at yeah. spoiling shit. Oh god, and it's Eric, probably really? me. come on. It's definitely want to keep track definitely. of which one of us has violated the prime directive more. It's, come it's on, Captain probably Kirk. Definitely. Jesus, <laughs> it's a whole file on you back at headquarters. Yeah. I've yeah, I'm always name dropping episodes like shit. I should have said that. I'm like Hagrid. Yeah, I should have said that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Tyler, can you de- describe some of the pictures that I sent? <laughs> I oh, don't to. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think that'd be a good way to end things. Before oh, we go, before to- I do that, I just want to say that um, I-, I like the Doctor in this episode. He seems interesting. I didn't really care for him in the last episode, but it it's interesting that he like I guess hills people with just like random alien animals. He just puts them on his body, and they're yeah, like, man. he used a leech just like Bluey yep, did, but it also cauterizes. It's weird. Uh, oh, did you think it was a good episode? Good, bad, or meh? Um, it was about as good as this picture of Picard in <laughs> a speedo. I think. <gasps> oh. Oh, you think there's a speedo there? It's hard to be sure. <laughs> I, I could see uh, just just a little. There's a little something. <laughs> yeah. Troy, um, can we confirm that this episode? Picard calls it his little something. Can we confirm that this episode is indeed on our list? Uh, it's got to be. I'll, I'll double check later. We'll yeah, have to that's, check. That's, but... that's that's a necessary one. I think this is my favorite of the ones you sent me. Is that like yoga clothes? <laughs> like, yep. <laughs> 
That is a weird scene. Yeah. That's weirder than the gel scene. You think the gel scene's weird? That's a ooh, that's a weird scene. There is no story. Tyler, what do you think they're discussing? Scene. What do you think they're discussing in that scene? Uh, the vaginal floors, something like that. No, I, I feel like they're no. gonna heavily lean into something. Something woman. One of them's got a crush, and they're talking oh. about her crush. His boy told. Like legitimately, that's that's what's happening. In that scene, it's it's a thing. Um, anyway, uh, Tyler, what are we watching next? Uh, Choose okay. your pain. Yes. One sec. The mouse. Why is it not working? Okay, so uh, Eric went through our list. Like he, he was telling me, like shortly before recording, he went through like the the big list, mm-hmm. and he was like eliminating some like duplicate titles and just like cleaning it up. And there's one that I'm hoping didn't get deleted because it's like one that I've just been I've seen the title of the episode in there, and I'm just like curious, like what is this? It looks like a typo. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. in the list, there's nemesis which i know is wow. I, it's the tom hardy one right the tng movie anyways so there's one that's called like nemesis but with like a bunch of es's so it's like nemesis <laughs> and yeah that's oh, whatever that is is what we're gonna watch i've gotta check which if which one that is <laughs> i think it's voyager <laughs> i think it is as well oh. i'm just making sure I'm almost positive. So, uh, Tyler, you know how you were asking about two episodes with the same name? Yep. That's that's the case here. Um, so there are two stories called Nemesis, also... and then there's one called... Yeah, Nemesis this is, is a Voyager episode, so give me just a moment. <laughs> and it's not the only case that that happens. There's, there's another noticed, movie with another... Uh, yeah, yeah, First Contact was on the list twice. Yep. Yep. Oh gosh, it might take me a minute to find this because they're all going to be for uh, yeah. the show. <laughs> Avert your eyes, Tyler. Maybe try the episode <laughs> title. I mean, like the the number. Mm, maybe. I've got it. This is the joy of having two screens. Star Trek commercial. No, Star Trek. Voyager season four episode four commercial. That is not it. That is not it. <laughs> SNL. That's not it. Let's try promo. Nemesis trailer. Here we go. Alright. Y'all ready? Ready as I'll ever be. Behind enemy lines. Don't move in the heat of battle. I'm not planning to shoot anybody. The atrocities of war. Don't make me kill you. Will change one man. Keep your hands off her. And push him to the breaking point. I wish it were as easy to stop hating as it was to start. On the next Star Trek Voyager. Ooh, it's aliens run amok week. <laughs> and every week, every week on UPN was something. Uh, yeah. So, uh, Vietnam yes. Rambo. Yes. Is that what was happening? <laughs> yes. Yep. Who was who was the featured character? 
Rambo? <laughs> uh, is it Chakotay? Was that, was that who it was? I don't know. It was very grainy was and laggy. <laughs> yeah. Lots of machine gun fire. Yeah. Um, okay. for, for Aliens Run Amok Week, I don't feel like that episode fits. <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah, kind like, of. We're going well, I, to Nam. You know what I have to wonder yeah. is, what else was on Aliens Run Amok yeah. Week? <laughs> like, how much of their programming could have an, an Aliens Run Amok Week? I still want to know what else is in Dark Seduction Week. <laughs> <laughs> God, that was my, that's Every week is something different. Uh, um, yeah, this is this is a Chakotay centric episode. Tyler, are you excited to to get to know more about your favorite <laughs> character from Star Trek Voyager? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the man, the myth, the legend. Um, all I know is that he's dead. I guess. Well, maybe not anymore. <laughs> you know what I will give this episode before we even get to it is this might be the best Chakotay episode. Really? Oh, yeah. It, I think it, it is be. because it's it's the least racist. So my assumption um, from the trailer is that he is killing the native people of this planet or whatever. <laughs> Let me rephrase. It's the least racist against cultures that actually exist on oh, okay. Earth. Okay. I.e., it's not racist about like, look at this mystical Indian, yeah. which is what most of Voyager does to him. I said Indian intentionally because I was trying to be racist, like the shitty racist guy who was their Native American advisor, not because I'm shitty racist. But anyway, they're very bad at writing Chakotay because every episode about him is like, ooh, mysticism, but it's all made up mysticism by a guy from Italy or something like that. And this episode isn't actually about that so that might make it more tolerable than most chakotay we shall see have we told you all about that taylor tyler is this all new information to you about racism or about, about <laughs> voyager having a native american advisor who wasn't native uh, American? you mentioned it on one of the voyager episodes okay. i don't remember which one it's one of the things that pisses me off most about that show so i assumed i'd brought it up at some point and just hired a guy who's like, yeah, I'm totally Native American. What's up? <laughs> and then he made up a bunch of really racist Native American shit. And they put it in the show. Yeah. Hmm. yeah anyway, we'll get to a Deep Space Nine week. episode one day. Oh, Seriously. When, when, when Eric took the list today, I legit thought he was just going to go delete through like, everything delete a bunch but of Voyager episodes. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, maybe we'll give it one more episode. And if it doesn't land on Deep Space Nine, I'll have you guys each pick a Deep Space Nine episode and then like do like a number between one and th one and three. I, hmm. I'm sure some of our listeners might appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> I at least know I like think... a couple of our fans are like, why haven't you covered DS9? What's wrong with you? We covered one that's barely a DS9 I episode. think it'd be funny. It's also one of the best episodes. It was but... good. I think it'd be funny yeah. to pick three uh, Deep Space Nine episodes and one Voyager episode. <laughs> and then have me pick like a number, yeah. Oh god, <laughs> that's amazing. Can we call it Romulan Roulette? <laughs> we could just pick a bunch of Romulan episodes and have it be Romulan Roulette week. Mm. We should mm. make our own weeks. We still haven't yeah. done a freaking Q episode. Nope. It, well, they all have Q yeah. in the title, so like it's obvious what it is. Uh -huh. Tyler, you know what's fun about it? There's one. They all have Q in the title, except for oh, one. Okay, I'm not yeah, picking one until one. we hit that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. And then we're just going to do nothing but Q episodes back to back to back to back. It's going to be Q week. Don't even worry about it. I already recapped all of Q's storyline for you on that one time on Star Trek Too Young for This Trek. Was I listening? Or was this like a take my headphones off because <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about? It was back in, in the Picard oh, okay. days. I don't remember any of that. That was pre-COVID. 
That was back when th- this one time on Star Trek was a running joke, but now we're actually watching Star Trek, so this one time on Star Trek doesn't work as well. Yeah. This one time on Star Trek. This one time on Star Trek, there were these really horny people wearing barely any clothes at all. Tyler, here's the thing you don't understand about that episode, where that guy's junk was, like, stapled to his crotch. It's not just that he's wearing an extremely horny outfit. They are, canonically, extremely horny on that planet. Like, that's the premise of the episode, is we found a planet where people like to fuck. And that's the story goes from there. I just want to say something. I I didn't say it last week, because I didn't want to ruin the moment. The previous episode is the first episode in like two months where no one said the word horny. And you know who wasn't there? Troy. <laughs> I'm going to make a sound effect for every time someone says horny. It's just going to be like, uh. oh no, please don't. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe just the first time horny is said in an episode, you're going to hear the sound effect. You know, you know what's weird is I don't like make jokes like this outside of this podcast. Like, I, that's not. It's not, it's weird. Like, you know, I I record a lot of podcasts and I have like a persona that I put on for podcasting, but the persona that I have for this show is different than the persona I have for everything else I do. Like, I wouldn't make these jokes outside (laughs) of this show, but for some reason, like when, when goofing off about Star Trek, it's really entertaining to me to make jokes about how everybody be fucking, I think it's just because I suspect that, but like, I mean, listen, it's like the, the future sixties liberal space utopia i'm pretty sure everybody be fucking and maybe that's why i think it's so entertaining i don't know anyway but my favorite thing about the fact that i'm now inserting the sound effect uh the first time someone says horny in an episode is i'm gonna completely do this like to the like eight episodes that i don't have edited that we've already recorded (laughs) and there's not gonna be an explanation (laughs) for a while (laughs) he didn't okay next episode you know what I don't think I will have grounds to say horny yeah. next episode. So there's uh, next one's Voyager season four, episode four. Yeah. Cool. Tyler, if I say horny in reference to someone's appearance because they have horns, <laughs> will that get the moaning no, sound? Context. Is that one? Okay. 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 okay, okay, okay. Then I, then I don't think I'll have reason to say horny next episode. Um, so we beam it down to Nam. <laughs> uh, well, first I guess like follow us on social media. Uh, there's links below um leave us a rating or review uh five stars mention how horny you are and you get a coupon (laughs) for one free hug it's not my fault this episode this episode was extremely horny i didn't do it the the show did uh all right uh we're beaming down to nom 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 i think we got to go one at a time this transporter looks pretty small and it has like a cool down time of like three minutes in between <laughs> each <laughs> that's brilliant mcu first let's see let's try it out on you did you make it i don't know <laughs> Is that, was his eye always there you know not all species keep their eyes in the same place uh all right hey, hey tyler you want to just take the shuttle pod down uh that sounds like, Seems a, like a safe route.
blushing over here. I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> I like I I it's I really don't make jokes like that outside of this. And now I'm like, oh god, I do all the time on this show. <laughs> <laughs> MC, if that show ever comes back, we're talking about Thundercats next. There's no way not to talk about horniness. Yeah, no pants. Yeah, and all your episodes are on Pornhub now, so. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Tyler, you snapped me out of it. You held a mirror up in the moment and made me realize what I have become. Oh, no. You got to also put in a prime directive warning or a violation. Okay. Because I listen. I might be the one who makes horny jokes the most often, but I'm not the one who spoils things the most often. Eric sometimes has spoiled, like, <laughs> the second half of, like, a movie. Guilty as charged. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we had to ban him from watching yeah, the whole movie bad. all at once. It's hard. It's hard to stop halfway through. This has been a presentation of the We Can Make This Work Probably Network. Follow us on Twitter at ProbablyWork for more of our questionable content. Also, we have a website called ProbablyWork.com. The meeting cut off right when I tried to show him. This meeting is being recorded. This is uh, the longest cold open The story of a girl. (laughs) (laughs) At 18 minutes Uh. now. Oh, I've been recording. No worries. <laughs> I, I pulled an Eric. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've got to, I'm 10 minutes in. <laughs> well, hey, um, I got distracted by the sexy pictures. Like, oh, I'm really, I don't want to do it tomorrow. Wait, <laughs> today. Oh, no, it's today. Today's leg day. Uh... I'm trying to think of a Rambo joke for next time. Oh, I forgot to stop recording. <laughs>